Hey guys, just a heads up, I was recording this in a library a few minutes before it was closing, so yeah, uh, it was on my phone, <laughs> and um, I don't know what else to say, it's just, the, the audio is going to be weird, and I really wanted to get this podcast out, so if anything, I'll do a part two, so let's get started. Hi, this is Lilith Dragonfly, also known as the Frizzy Little Witch, and welcome back to another episode of the Frizzy Little Podcast. I am your host, Lilith Dragonfly, and I have a guest. Why are you doing this to me? (laughs) (laughs) Hello! (laughs) I mean, if you don't want to be in it, I'll just edit it out. I don't know what to say. Well, I already did my intro, so I can just chop it out if you yeah. don't say anything. I know, it was like, again, I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting to be put on the spot. This is my guest. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you try to, like, oh, Bill of Dragonline. I'm like, what's up, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. No. <laughs> don't do this to me. I'll, I'll do it so it'll be a little bit more comical. It's okay to have, like, it doesn't have to be serious all the time. I know. So today's topic, we're going to talk about crystals, since that was the next voted topic for this month. And I'm sorry, it's been a long month for me. (laughs) I've been really busy, so now I'm catching up. And so if you have any topics, please send them in. So without further ado, we're going to get on to crystals. Yay. (laughs) So since the beginning of time, all our ancestors, no matter where you've come from, even if you came from space, you probably did. Whatever you feel like your people came from, far and wide, we've been using crystals since the beginning of time. Whether it was to adorn royalty or rich or even the warriors to send them off to war with pride or protection, to bring them, to bring people wellness, to relieve ailments or illnesses or even for magical or religious purposes, like certain crystals were used for various rituals, 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 where it's not coming off the tongue today, (laughs) rituals or religious purposes. So there, some of the famous ones you've ever heard in Indiana Jones or the Goonies or some action fantasy whatnot some of the popular ones that you always hear are ruby sapphire emerald pearls or diamonds and those aren't like the main or like the top tier gemstones but those are the ones that a lot of people are familiar with over the course of time so moving on are you using the book <laughs> like you like in the beginning of time and i was like oh i got this in the beginning <laughs> and another thing that we can use well identifying gemstones is also a good thing because you can understand the scientific properties you can under spot it just by looking at it visually or its variations you are familiar with also to understand how it would react in various situations another thing is if someone tries to jip you off and give you a fake crystal, at least you know what it is now. So, understanding the physical properties of it, 
and understanding the metaphysical properties of it would help. So one of the easiest things that would probably help you identify the physical characteristics of a gemstone is using the mole scale and that's like a basic scientific scale of measuring which um, the toughness or the texture of each gemstone so um, one being the softest and ten being the toughest one is talc two is gypsum three is calcite four is fluorite five is appetite, appetite? <laughs> six is feldspar or orthoclast never heard of those two seven is quartz eight is topaz nine is cor corundum 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 these names what a corundum <laughs> corundum and ten is diamond so some of the pointers i have is one will be talc 2.5 is um your fingernail so it has some give to it but it's still pretty tough 5.5 is glass, so depending on how thick or thin the glass is, it's still able to chip and give way. And if it get it thrown at you, it would actually do some damage. So 5.5 is glass. Um, 7 is quartz, so clear quartz, amethyst, stuff in that. Clear quartz, smoky quartz in that particular area. Um, 8.5 is a mason drill, which would probably hurt you a lot if you get it used on you, so we don't want to do that. And 10 is a diamond, which would be like you would have to actually do some damage to it before it actually would give way. With that being said, it's good to have some rule of thumb when it comes to the crystals because you don't want to expect to get a clear quartz and it's glass. You want to also know what it feels like, what it's supposed to look like, what are some of the variations of each crystal that you're gonna purchase and make sure it's the right thing. So no one gives you kyanite and tells you it's like tourmaline, black tourmaline, and they give you like black kyanite. So that'd be a bad mix up. Like they do have some properties that are together physically, like texture wise, but if someone were to give that to you and expect that to be what it is, you would rather know and have that knowledge in your head already. Makes sense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so also another thing is, it's good to know the chemistry behind it or the scientific aspect of it is if you're cleansing, you don't want to put the wrong crystal in the wrong area and then it'll either go haywire or die, as in like break apart and be angry with you. So figure out what crystals can go in the water even though for me personally i don't recommend it after a while because it's hard to keep tabs on a billions and billions and billions of crystals oh that was weird <laughs> it's gone now what uh, touch this and something went flying off of my charger oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you stay over there <laughs> <laughs> so 
But that being said, you don't want to put all your crystals in water because some will react horribly to it and start to erode, which is to fall or fall off or break apart. And also, you don't want to try to charge certain gemstones in your drinking water because it'd actually harm you or kill you, depending on what it is. For example, you don't want to put malachite in your drinking water because it actually produces, I think, either lead or... No, it produces lead. And I think the serpentine actually produces asbestos. Asbestos? Who told me it was Hephaestus? You're just thinking of the Greek god of the forge. <laughs> You're actually just thinking of the Greek god of the forge. It's Asbestos. Asbestos. A-S-B-E-S-T-O-S. Oh, because that's how my mom says it. <laughs> so why are you questioning? You just you just answered your own question. It says your mom. I like you as a co-host. <laughs> yeah. Hephaestus is the god of the forge. Asbestos is that chemical powder that you're not supposed to that inhale. That you're not supposed to inhale. And don't drink it. It'll shred your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the alternatives, and also don't put things in salt water because that's a bad combination because you don't want to also agitate the rock and then chip at it chemically. Uh, some of the alternatives, if you're going to use salt, just put it directly in dry salt. But then even so, some of the crystals like selenite or kyanite will be sensitive to it because of the raw, like if it's the raw cut, it's gonna actually like kind of chip away at it. If it's in, uh, what's another one? Oh yeah, it's down here. So sand and rice I heard were good cleansing agents when you wanna clean your crystals. I haven't really heard much about rice being it, but sand is like more of like just pulling it down like in the grounding sense, like neutralizing it. So I'm assuming that was a weird noise. Yeah, I know. That sounded like one of the windows. Um, recording in a library today, so <laughs> huh. hearing some new noises and I'm not used to. So yeah back to it so sand and rice are some good grounding cleansing agents smudging is always iffy because the smoke can actually get into some of the cracks and crevices over time and make the crystal look kind of funky but it's also nice because it's just smudging is always good as a cleansing thing you're just getting out the bad vibes and cleansing it so either sage or palo is good. Using singing bowls is also an alternative when it comes to cleansing with frequency. That's why like some people when they do, I think it's, I've seen people do like Reiki with like sound bowls or like the singing bowls. So that was interesting. Also selenite is like an end all, not end all. Selenol. Bah, selenol. Selenol. That sounds like a that, that, medicine. That, yeah, that sounds like a new medicine. <laughs> like, oh, it's the next in Tylenol. Selenol. <laughs> oh, that would put you to sleep forever. Yeah. <laughs> Selenite is a powerhouse cleansing stone. So that one's the one that constantly gives. It's like, it doesn't really need charging or like cleansing. It just kind of just keeps going. 
how would you go about cleansing with selenite? You would usually, or at least what the woman told me in the store when I bought it, my selenite, she would say if you want to cleanse crystals, would it just lay it on top? And just let the selenite do its magic? Or if you want, when it comes to cleansing crystals, you can meditate with them. So have one hand directing the bad energy or like whatever you want purge from your crystal out of one hand so that would be i guess your receiving hand i'm not too keen on the hands because i just got confused when i said that i'm like that one makes sense so you put the crystal in one hand i guess your dominant hand and then the other hand you would use to actually take in the negativity so you would push out the good vibes with your dominant hand and then take all the ones with your opposite so that's another form is meditation. So I feel like if you do that with a combination of the selenite, that would probably knock out anything. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, so and I never done an extra sheet of paper. So like I said, it's also good to figure out the I, my brain just farted. I'm looking at the topic. Real versus fake. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, like I was saying before, it's good to understand the mole scale and the basic properties of each crystal because people do modify or alter or make their own, quote, make their own stones. And usually they're either from glass or resin, so understanding how it looks cut, uncut, or in certain shapes how the formation of the crystal is supposed to look. Nothing phallic. <laughs> You're the one that did it first because they were cut, uncut, and then I just heard <laughs> You ain't get away with that. <laughs> so understanding real and fake stones, like I said before, it's good to understand basic hip basic scientific and physical properties of your stone because you don't want to get a fake one since people have altered and made their own quote stones some people use resin some people use glass so some of the um ways people do it is people when they make the glass ones they do them in points but the thing is if you see points they're usually sharp like when you see a clear quartz they have sharp points that will actually like poke you like if you poke somebody with it they'll probably get hurt mm -hmm. if you see a um a clear quartz and it has rounder points on it like they kind of look baby or child friendly that's not an actual quartz because the way like i said on the mole scale where is it so glass is before quartz so the, if it looks a little bit softer it's just so it won't break because you can actually feel the points on glass when you can tell the difference between that and the actual quartz. Yeah. And even so, if you have like a really good magnifying glass, you can see the texture, like there's actually weird air bubbles. It's just right here. Oh, you found it in here, in the book. So, yeah. under a microscope, any synthetic gem can contain tiny bubbles that will be in no natural inclusion, such as marked small cavities in either liquid or gas particles. Molded glass stones may also show marks around the girdle of the stone. So I'm guessing, yeah, or near yeah, the faucet. It tends to the be faces. rounded rather than sharp, like you said. Yeah. And then even so, there's some, um, like when I've seen 
amethyst like if you go to some of the mall like outlet stores like forever 21 or rue 21 i think it's called some of those stores where they're like oh we have like semi-precious jewels this is like an amethyst for like blah 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 and it like it says the properties but then like if you look at the stone it looks kind of like why does this look like a badly rendered like <laughs> game jump? <laughs> yeah, like they didn't finish putting the textures on this one. Yeah, well, it's kind of basic, and it's like a really weird purple. Like it's just straight purple. Like there are some cups of amethyst that are purple, but it's like if it's like pure purple and it's like it looks kind of too perfect. Yeah, it's like manufactured. Yeah, it's just like people do dye gems, but then if it's like it's rounded and then it looks like that it's most likely fake and then there are some stones like turquoise um I'm trying to think of another one i know turquoise malachite get duplicated a lot and a lot of people use resin so if you snap it in half it has a white core okay and they're easy to snap in half i think like i dropped one in a store and i saw it and i was like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i know you're fake now <laughs> And some people, they're actually able to detect like the vibrations in crystals. Like if you train yourself, you can actually feel the vibration. So if you go up to the crystal and you touch it, it's like, it feels like I'm holding nothing. It probably is, or it could be also a flux of energy, but it's like, if you don't feel anything coming from it, like it just feels like you're holding a rock. Even rocks have energy, but like, you'll tell the difference if you actually are familiar with sensing energy. It's different than the natural energy. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, this book has energy. No, it doesn't. This isn't a crystal. <laughs> this is a lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another thing is, like, when you work with crystals, don't be too dependent on them. Because, yes, they can help you. It's kind of like a friend. Like, you don't want to wear your best friend out because they'll actually won't work for you anymore. Or they'll just kind of turn away from you. So when you work with crystals, actually figure out why you're picking it up. Do some research. If you want, go on a blog where people talk about that particular crystal. See how it worked for them. Or figure out what you have a certain chapter in your life you're going through that it called to you for that reason. Like, let's just say you're going through an abusive relationship and for some reason you kept picking up, like, Black Obsidian. And you're like, well, why? And it's like, it's more of a protection. I was about to say agent, but would that count? But it sounds like more like chemicals. I guess I can see why you would think that. Uh, hmm. It's just... It's a catalyst. Okay, yeah. It, it causes change. Catalyst. Yeah. So it's like... Most of the gemstones, whatever you encounter in your life, they are catalysts for pushing you and progressing you to different parts of your life to be your higher and better self. So, with that being said, figure out why you're getting it. You don't want to get all these crystals like, oh, I'm getting rose quartz for love. I'm getting like amethyst for like the third eye or like the crown since they're both for both. Or like I'm getting bloodstone for like my root chakra and everything. And you don't know why you're getting it like you understand that like okay well maybe jasper's for this chakra but why or like maybe you get like i guess let's use rose quartz for example like you keep getting it for love but why you can use it for self-love maybe your self-esteem isn't that high 
you can use it for your like um well i guess the chakra also blends into it because it also deals with like self-love and love of others maybe you feel inadequate and that's something in particular that it calls to maybe it's saying like you need to pep yourself up or actually treat yourself because you work too hard and you don't see it because you constantly work are you saying i constantly work yes <laughs> yes you do you're supposed to be talking to the guests, not me. You're nah. Shit talking me. You just asked me a question, <laughs> so I'm responding to you. <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah, because after a while, it's like you can have a plethora of crystals, but if you don't know why you have them or you have them and they don't do anything, you're kind of wasting money and time. So it's good to, when you have a crystal, meditate with it to cleanse it also. And some of the crystals are also able, or like easy to program. Is it getting darker in here? The lights aren't dimming. Okay. They're just outside, it's getting darker. Okay, I got scared. I was like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> no, no, the light's still the same. Okay. But yeah, so. Um. Oh yeah, so after a while, if you just keep getting crystals and you don't know why you have them, then it kind of becomes pointless or it is pointless because it's like why do you have like a billion dollars worth of crystals and you're still in a crappy situation are you getting them just because you feel like it's supposed to do whatever for you because that's not the case nothing works for you unless you have a butler just that because <laughs> you like the way you look <laughs> you guarantee it i guarantee it <laughs> Anything else about you bring uh, up? Hmm. It was like I don't know. I think you covered a decent amount of topics. It was like uh, the most scale was interesting. Obviously, I was reading along with it as you were saying it. Mm -hmm. I was like, there are clearly these, but you took the time to come up with your own different things. They're like a fingernail. Yeah. Glass and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, that's why I like talking to you about this stuff because it helps me learn not just what's in the book, but what you know, your knowledge. Yeah. So that's why I like talking to you about this stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just like any crystals recently that you found yourself drawn to. Recently, it's been Black Obsidian, and I wear it a lot, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like I have to rekindle with it, because it's like, I already use it just to, like, get through my everyday shenanigans. That lady scared the crap out of me. I have to regroup, because I don't want Because I saw her coming towards me, her eyes got big, I was like, are you scared that we're in here? And she went, and then turned, I'm like, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it really was a wow. Um, and I also have some crystals on me that I took off my altar because I thought they were interesting. Yeah, I have some that I would talk to you guys about. So that's cool. Put me in there. Ooh, you like the sound of the crystals? All the people who like the sound stuff. Probably sounds fun now. Yasmer. 
<laughs> so in my little baggie today I have lithium quartz, which I'm still looking up because it's really new to me. I thought it was fascinating when I was talking to the guy in the crystal shop. He's like, yeah, this has like, what's the word? What did he say? It has actual lithium in it. I was okay. like, what? <laughs> Isn't that the medicine? So I'm like, they just take the medicine and put it in the pill? No, lithium is a medicine. It's also what's in batteries. Lithium ion. It's, so a, it's, just... a, it's a metal. Oh, okay. So I'm guessing since it's a natural metal, we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, let me, see. Let me make sure of that. I know lithium. looking for the medicine this time <laughs> atomic number three it's an alkali metal so yeah it's a, oh okay so it's, it's okay it's not gonna kill us too much <laughs> <laughs> well lithium literally is just the greek word for stone oh so people are just eating stones <laughs> wow from greek lithos stone so fun. The lightest metal and the lightest solid element. So it probably feels heavier than it should be because of the, what is it? You said quartz? Yeah. So most of the weight's from the quartz. The lithium is probably... Yeah, it's actually scratching my nail. So that's another thing. You can use your nail also to detect anything that's supposed to be quartz and up. So don't jab your nail, but just kind of like lightly scratch it and you should see like an actual... Oh, it's scratching my nail. <laughs> it will win. So right now I have lithium quartz. I can never pronounce this one. I always say it wrong. It's like either hematite or hemonite. I don't know why I say it wrong. I'll see the word and I'll be like, oh, hematite. And everybody's like, no, it's not. That's one of those words where people are like, hey. It's pronounced like this. No, it's pronounced like this. No, it's pronounced like that. No, it's <laughs> uh, ch 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 pretty sure it would be hematite. Uh, pronounce. It's literally a 17 second YouTube video on how to pronounce hematite. Okay. <laughs> hematite. Hematite. So you say it right. Hematite. I just say it with a long E. Hematite. Well, you say hematite, right? Hematite, yeah. Yeah, you say hematite. So oh, you're okay. saying it right. It's just everyone has such a different interpretation of things. You got this. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Believe in the aluminium. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have mukite, which is one of my favorites, which is more for me. I use it because it helps me. It kind of filters out my emotions in a healthy way where it's like, I have all these emotions. Like, let's just say I'm like pissed off. It'll help me backpedal a little bit. I can still be upset, but it'll help me think consciously. Okay. Or like, if I'm really depressed, it'll backpedal me to so like, okay, well, why am I depressed? Why am I upset today? So maybe this will be helpful. Ooh. Oh yeah, you just bought one today. Yay, Yay. a little bracelet. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have Botswana agate, which I really like because it's, for transformation it kind of just helps you that's pretty push along i don't know why i did like this <laughs> oh wait we're doing a video <laughs> so um yeah so mukai i like for emotional grounding 
have tiger's eye i usually do this for like good luck i don't really do anything else with it and it's just i visually like looking at it because also crystals can also be visually therapeutic i talked to a woman today and she's like not only do i look at the spiritual and medical physical metaphysical I don't know why I said medical physical and I stopped myself. I'm like, don't oh, worry, my. you got this metaphysical. Metaphysical. So outside of the metaphysical properties, she uses them visually as a therapeutic or meditative object. So she'll have a crystal on her altar she'll focus on for the day and she'll go on with her day, I guess. I don't know how to explain yeah, this one. This one is beautiful. The Botswana? Yeah. I like this. I wish it was a bigger cut. And I, it's funny because I actually don't really get a call to agates that much, but then I'm like, I think this one's an agate. No, this one's a jasper. Yeah, it's jasper. Yeah. And then I have septarian, which is for communication, which I feel like I need to work on because sometimes when you're in a bad environment, it's hard to talk. I can understand that. Yeah. And I like this because it actually looks like pathways and it's for connecting. Okay. Kind of looks like cocoa butter too. (laughs) And I guess like a top a question for everyone on that's listening is what do you do when your crystal breaks or if you have crystal bracelets if they pop apart what do you do with them do you put them on your altar do you bury them like what do you do I did a thing <laughs> what did you do I gave them to the people who are important to me because it has my energy okay my energy <laughs> <laughs> no but I thought it was a nice gesture I was like you know I was like why not why just put them away somewhere when they could still get some use somehow so I feel like maybe it popped because I didn't exactly need it just for myself anymore mm-hmm. maybe it's time to share it okay so that's why I shared it yeah, and sometimes, in a weird way, crystals have a funny way of talking to people. Because I would have a lot of crystals that would pop in certain situations. Some of them was just to help me learn how to... T- well, it was like a reminder of saying the chapter's over, move on. Because sometimes I would get stagnant because I felt comfortable. Like, oh, I made a change, yay, I'll sit here. And then I'm like, no, keep going. Because some I had a bracelet, I forget what it was. I, I like how I was trying to reimagine the crystal, but I had it and I raised my hand. I was in a store and it just popped. It exploded like someone shot my bracelet and all the pieces went far away. Was it your clear quartz? It wasn't a clear quartz. I didn't have it at the time. It was something before then. I don't really remember what you had before that. Yeah. Hmm. It was before the Shiva. She's the one. <laughs> but <laughs> it was interesting because it was more of a like a high five, you pass the level, go on. So that's why I like it. And then one time it just popped because it was like I was just in a really toxic area and I was like, I need a sign to go. And then it was like one of my it was like another black stone bracelet I had and it like exploded and I couldn't find anything. And I'm like that's when I need to go. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's about it for today. Unless you have any input. Uh, 
Um, you've been very informative. And I'm just trying to figure out how to go along from now on. How will life go? Okay. Well, let's see if I have a quote for today, because usually I have a quote at the activity day. Quote of the month is, with the new day comes new strength and new thoughts. And it's by Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah. So with that being said, oh, and there's an event this month, September 30th, from 11 to 5. I actually forgot the name of the location. I think it's at Battery Park. There we go. Pagan Pride Day 2017. So New York Pagan Pride Day is holding a New York Pagan Pride Day. <laughs> really? Really? No, 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 man. You just read it right there. Okay. New York City Pagan Pride Day 2017 will be at Battery Park in New York. All right. 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Why is that those P's there? New York Pagan Pride Association. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> nah they changed it see look there you go nycpaganpride.com they oh. just have two different things okay so they changed the name because I remember like it was hard to remember because it used to just say like PPPPPPP and I'm like why are all these P's here what's with this alliteration <laughs> what's going on alright so the New York City Pagan Pride Day Festival. It's going to be Saturday, September 30th at 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Battery Park in New York City, New York, United States. So we will hope to see you there because I will be there. I probably will be doing little mini interviews if you're interested in walking by. And um, yeah. Stay witchy. I love you. And have a good day. Bye. Nice ending. <laughs> <laughs>